Welcome to Barstool News Podcast, the only podcast where we drink about the news because, holy shit, we feel like we have to. <laughs> uh, yeah. As always, we have Brandon Trago with us, and I Woo-hoo. am Jordan Higgins. All right. Uh, again, I feel like we say this every time. It's been a while. It has been a little while. Holy shit. There. Therefore, the fucked up shit has accumulated. Uh, it stacks up just daily. <laughs> well, I feel like we set a time to do this, and we're like, "Oh my god, can the yeah?" You know, like you said, text me <laughs> okay. today. Like, can the news just stop for a day? Yeah. So, so here, just for everyone's clarification, uh, we are recording this Saturday or no Friday night. Um, we're like, yes. oh yeah, we'll you know we'll just uh, we laid out our little bullet point list like Thursday. We're like, oh, we'll just do it. You know, Friday evening will be fine. And fucking shit popped off. <laughs> yeah. So let's yeah. uh let's get into it. <laughs> let's do this. Uh, so I know we're a little late on this, but R.I.P. R.G.B. Yes. Uh, also, yeah. I'll take a take a drink for R.B.G. Take a sipple. Oh, um, on on just a- so everybody knows. We're fucked. Oh, oh for sure. Uh, yeah. So I, I, literally my bullet point is RGB, which I'm obviously, by this point, everyone knows what deep, deep shit we're in. Um, my second bullet point under that first one was fuck Mitch McConnell because he's a son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Just he's, playing his shitty, shitty games. It's, yeah, it is a shitty game to play. And I... I'm trying to understand the point that they're trying to make in terms of we own the White House and we own the Senate. Therefore, we get to put it in. But at the same time, during an election year, it shouldn't matter because the fact is you could have a new president. And even I've heard people argue, well, Obama was done with his term. So there was no way for him to put a nomination through because he was going to be gone. Yeah. And I, I I get that point. I do. But at the same time, Trump could be gone in a year. (laughs) <laughs> so how is it that he's going to appoint literally one of the most powerful women or people in the world? Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Well, since we're on the topic of the president possibly not being in office. Um, oh, God. It, when I woke up this morning at around yeah. about 630, I looked at my phone. I, so I just kind of like flip through the news real quick as I wake up and I'm like, holy shit, the fucking president yeah. and the first lady have coronavirus. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that uh, that happened. Yeah. And you know that'll happen if you don't wear a mask. Well, you know, he, it's what can you expect? He's he's only reaping the consequences of the life that he lives. Like, <laughs> oh no, it's yeah. the consequences the, of everything I've ever done. Come back to the, the only. Me. The only problem is there's only two possible outcomes for this. One, he dies, and people take it serious. Or two, he doesn't die, and he comes back and says, yeah, it wasn't that bad. It's no big deal. And yeah, people that, take it even lighter than they do now. That's my absolute fear, is that this goes the way of the Reagan assassination attempt. Yeah, he's just going to play it off like it's no big deal. Well, and now no, we're going to have people who are just like, oh, yeah. Do, do you remember, like, I don't know if you remember, but like when Reagan got shot, he obviously went okay. to the hospital and shit, and like it was fucking severe. Like It was pretty bad. Right. When he got better, his approval rating went through the fucking roof because Oh yeah. Because the dude just got shot. Right. Like like he got all the sympathy in the world. Right. I this is I would say a little bit different in terms of I mean a well known virus that's going around. <laughs> that I, I, that he, he's not gonna get any for months. Yeah. He, I mean in my opinion, should he get any sympathy? Absolutely not. Uh no. Just based on the fact that two hundred thousand I mean, people, what, yeah, yeah, and I'm you know based on the debate, which I'm sure we're going to touch on here in a few well, that minutes. That is literally but, the next topic we're going to cover. Yeah, I, I just, don't know how you go. Oh, yeah, no. The debate I, is the rest you, of the podcast. Just so you know, wonderful. <laughs> so I don't I don't know how you can you can go from you know when we talked about this last podcast with the um, tapes and saying that. Yep. It's no big, you know, or, or realizing that it is a big issue, but downplaying it. And, you know, again, I understand to a certain extent you wanting to do that because obviously well, you're the leader of the country. A, I don't want to create a panic. I I do understand it to a small portion in terms of you can't create mass hysteria. Right. Hysteria. But you at the same time. You can't go out there and be like, we're going to fucking die. This virus is so deadly. At oh, yeah. At least give people, right. arm them with 
the right information that they can protect themselves with. You know what? I wonder if he's uh, taking some bleach or uh, what he's going to do to I mean, kill this thing here. I mean, he's going to take some hydroxychloroquine rectally. Oh, He'll God. be fine. He's good. I have also heard rumblings now, and I don't, I don't love that people are doing this, but they're they're already saying that it's not that he doesn't actually have coronavirus, and this is clearly all a ploy. Yeah, um, I for political some, gain. Yeah, I've I've seen some conspiracy ish stuff floating around saying, well, he yeah. was already kind of pissed that they were, you know, getting into the topic of the debates. They're going to change the way the debates are done because the last one was absolute shit show. Um, well, I mean, and he wasn't happy about yeah. that and said, well, I'm, I probably won't participate then. And suddenly, two days later, he's <laughs> fucking coronavirus and he has to quarantine for two weeks, which, oh, wow, right. weird. And that, that covers the, the debate. The other big one I heard was that obviously he doesn't, if, if he did not have it, he could say he did or whatever they do to say he has it. And he could come back and downplay it as nothing. Um, without the risk of actually having coronavirus. Because, I mean, let's be honest, the way that he is, he he probably is in a higher risk category Um, um, with his age and his obesity than, yeah. From what I read, Um, like strictly based on his age group alone, they have, it's something like an 85% mortality rate at his age range. Well, I saw they moved him to Walter Reed already. Yes, he he Uh, boarded um, Marine One, the helicopter, and flew to Walter Reed uh, unannounced. So... Guys, I don't, I don't think the president's feeling well. They said he had well, mild yeah. symptoms, and Melania had a he, cough. They did. Um, and they said earlier today that he was feeling fine, but obviously symptoms aren't going to set in. Well, I mean, they could, I guess, but it. they're correct. I yeah. mean, they might not set in right away. It's a good thing Melania is like forty years younger than him, so <laughs> yeah, she should uh, be fine. <laughs> yeah, right. He, she's in that age group he always talks about, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. doesn't affect the young people. <laughs> The young people, she's like fucking 47 or something like that. I don't know how old she is. I don't know. I just love seeing her face every time she's with him, though. It's the pure face of hatred. Yeah. Pure face of hatred. It is. But, yeah. Oh, actually, she's 50 years old. 50? Okay. Compared to what is he, 74, 72? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I guess I guess when you buy your wife, you get to pick the well, age, right? He didn't buy her. He offered her the immigrant's dream of coming to America and being wealthy. And she, you know, like any sane person would, fuck yes, please get me out of here. I wonder if she regrets her decision. No, no. Well, speaking of Melania, this wasn't in my bullet points, but did you hear those fucking tapes that got released with her? Uh-uh. Oh, man. She 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 shit talks the immigrants at the border where she's like, ah, I don't care about these kids on the border. Everyone's getting she, basically she was talking to her aide and her aides like, hey, you know, she was basically complaining. It's like, oh, the, you know, people are yelling at me about being ready for Christmas and I don't give a shit about Christmas. They're yelling. And when I do the oh Christmas thing, God. because I feel like I have to, they yell at me about not going to the the migrant border camps and then and then because they don't even if i did the news wouldn't cover it they're all liberal media oh my god oh yeah she, she was going off she was no joke she dropped the video the, the audio clip i heard was like maybe three to four minutes long she dropped the f-bomb like five times i will say she does have tough shoes to follow just based on michelle obama but yeah as long as you're a decent human being, I feel like you'd be okay. You mean maybe you, you don't know? wear I mean, a jacket that on the back that says "I don't really care"? Do you? <laughs> do you remember that? No. So when, when I try to blank yeah. out so, so much after of this. the after the media <sighs> did give her a bunch of shit for not going to visit the kids in the camps, like she said she would, she did go visit. Yeah. Them. And on the way out okay. from the air from the White House to the helicopter or whatever plane she was taking, she wore this like green jacket. And on the back of it, it, like it was made as the design, the back of the jacket says, I don't really care. Do you? Question mark. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Are you serious? The optics of that are absolutely terrible. Don't get me wrong. Every person is going to have their own things that they feel stronger about because they have a personal attachment to them. But it doesn't mean you get to just detach from everything else and be a complete asshole about it. God. Uh, speaking of being a complete asshole, 
Did you? Here I, we go. You watched the debate on Tuesday. Uh, I did watch did, the uh, hour and a half comedy special. That was the debate. Yes. Did you, did you watch the entire thing? I did. You did. I tried to turn it off at one point, but my wife told me to turn it back on. I tried to not watch it. And I know. I texted you. Remember? You kept texting me, and I'm like, "Fuck! You know what? We're probably going to end up talking about this. I might as well watch." Yeah. It. Okay. <laughs> I, I watched it. I texted you. God, it was. So I texted you after Biden told him he was the worst president in the world yeah. or in the history of presidents, so and I was just like, "Apparently, I missed some of the yeah. highlights." But my God. Well, I think you had clearly. Let's state this right out front here. Donald Trump came in with a tactic of flustering Joe Biden, and it, it, it and it clearly worked. Oh, he, oh yeah. You know, I don't think he had any. Um, and like most places will say, obviously Donald is behind in the polls right now. He needed to either have a great showing, or I mean, Don, or um, Joe had to have a bad showing. And obviously, right. the easiest thing to do for him with his personality is to make Joe a bad. bad showing. Yeah. Yep. So if you constantly go out and attack and attack and attack and talk through and talk through and I felt I did feel kind of bad for Joe because as, as much as I I don't love him and I don't uh, think he's uh, the guy I want right. he he was still trying to have a professional debate you can only and, take so much abuse yeah and, and that's the thing is that people who are people who are upset about him saying calling him a clown or whatever maybe I would I would love to see someone go up there in front of on national TV and try to talk professionally for an hour and a half with someone screaming in your ear. Right. Also, because uh, yeah, <laughs> fucking poor Chris Wallace, that guy. I swear to God, you know this is this is the thing where you look at it and you go, you know what? Kindergartner teachers do not get paid enough. No, yeah, they don't. <laughs> it, it's really funny. I I literally had a guy tell me today that he was some half weight half-rate journalist, second-tier, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, he's a journalist for Fox News. Fucking Chris Wallace? Are you serious? The dude's been in journalism basically our entire lives, and then some. He he told me that the debate was weighted to make Biden look good. And I was like, okay. And then you know what? To a certain extent, just based on the fact of where these two gentlemen sit with their seats, I will say it might be easier for Joe because everything for him is hypothetical right now. You're talking about weighing what Donald Trump has done, right? So you have to defend every decision you've done, yeah. you've made, comparatively to what someone would hypothetically do. I think it's easier at that point to say, I would do this. I would have done that. I could do this. You know what I mean? Because it's not happened. You're, you're, you're giving a hypothetical situation. Right. Um, so I, th- I think at that point it is easier, but I don't think the questions themselves are weighted no. um, in terms of, you know, in it's fact- a pretty fair question in fact some of the yeah. questions i was like you oh, know fucking chris wallace that what a shitty question to ask like to, oh, to be fair i thought he did a pretty solid job and i, I actually liked a lot of the questions he asked he um, did. a couple of them felt really like like he was throwing the president a softball because he wanted to maybe and you know what the dude needs it all right <laughs> the dude, and the dude struck out on just about everything because oh, God, it, it, yeah. it's if it wasn't ranting about Hillary or Obama or what Joe didn't do, and you know what, I'll right. give you that. Sure, like, there's plenty like the of things that someone could have done. The fucking forests. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, oh god! It's so, it's uh, it's the personal attacks I can't yeah, do anymore, man. Like, like, okay, you, like you know, when you talked about his come son, on. What the fuck was yeah. that? No, that one. Uh, that one hit home where Joe is clearly upset about. Um, yeah his son who who died of brain cancer and talking about his service and mm-hmm. and don is just being a dick oh, oh who right. who I, f- I feel like that was one of the moments where don's like oh i got him i'll nail him on this and it so very clearly backfired on that one it absolutely did yeah and, and you know what i think i think when he brought up his one son making money off of um ukraine or whatever it may be mm-hmm. uh, i thought joe did a very classy job of saying you know what my son had a drug problem yeah. i'm proud of him he he's through it you know and i mean as a parent the, the funny what, part what else is, can you really hope for the funny part was was trump said or joe mentioned something about his son having a problem and trump said oh yeah yeah your son in ukraine and hunt and and joe biden's like no that's that's my other son and he's like right he's like i was talking about Bo, and, and i remember specifically trump goes oh well i don't know anything about Bo, but hunter and i'm like mike d- d- the dude's got one fucking note and he's gonna hit it and it's 
No, he's attack, attack, attack. And and you know what? I will say I love that Joe Biden brought up that I don't want to get into family stuff because clearly there's an entire closet to unpack on the Trump side with family stuff. But but he didn't stoop to that level. I don't love that he did the name calling. Um, (laughs) Shut up, man. (laughs) Yeah, I don't love it. Um, I did like that he did try to stare at the camera. No, and that's just it. What what can you do at that point? I mean, the guy goes on and on and on. He's arguing arguing with Chris Chris Wallace, and it's so much uh, crosstalk. So much crosstalk. It was ridiculous. It it was bad. I I liked that Biden tried to address the country by looking at the camera and talking. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Um, yeah, that was great. That he needs to do fucking more of that. I liked it. It was good. It. he he definitely and you know before the show they actually had a lot of people they brought on people and asked them you know what are you looking forward in tonight's debate yep. and um what what do you what's the biggest issue for you and unity was across the board the number one thing really? and i thought joe did a great job of preaching the unity of we need to get back together yep. we need to stop being two divided places you know but i i think that's what's good for donald though the division is what's good for donald oh yeah because um, that riles his base up it does. Yep. It it gets his base so, going and it yeah. Yeah. So so before people claim that we are 100% in it for Biden, I mean I I wouldn't say I am, but out of obligation like who else am I going to vote for? Uh I will link in the show notes uh an article from the AP News um talking about all the fact checking of the first debate and they fact checked both of them because they both said some shit that was incorrect and factually yeah biden untrue. was stumbling over his biden was stumbling over his numbers a lot he did um, yep. when he like one of the examples was he said crime went down like 15 to or some 10 to 15 percent it actually went down eight percent but sure you know stuff yeah like i that. mean he was he was stumbling over his numbers a lot yeah. he and, and I mean, that was def- I think that was definitely a Trump tactic was to get him fumbling and bumbling and to definitely mess with his head. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he definitely he definitely did that. Um, I think the problem is, is that he push, didn't. Yeah, he wants to push the narrative that he's old and senile. And right. And, and I called it, you know, right away. Where I said, we're going to be hearing a lot of stuff about how Joe bumbled and fumbled over his words. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he lost track of the topic a couple times. Um, but you, at, at some point, you had Chris Wallace say, um, I don't know what he's talking about either. I'm not sure which topic we're on either because um, well, there's yeah, just so much going he on. He just fucking rambles on and on and on. And he just he right. me- just meanders from one thing to any like, God, how would I say it? He wrestles the topic into what he wants it to be. Oh, without a doubt. he. I mean, don't get me wrong. Donald Trump is a top tier entertainer. He's a top tier manipulator, and he's an amazing liar. Oh, he's a, he, I mean, he's for the amount yeah. of lying he does is it is amazing. <laughs> I would say the the believability of the lies, I I, I doubt, but it, the, well, it de- I would say it depends on who you are. That's true. He's gonna make you believe what you what he wants you to believe. Uh, yeah, so, and I would say sadly, a fair portion of America believe it. Yeah. So what did, what did you think about that bit near the end where he's talking about uh, people going to watch the polls and the voter fraud claims? Yeah, you mean the voter intimidation? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, yeah. Uh, like, like, that's the thing that amazes me the most is when Chris Wallace is like, hey, would, would you accept the results of the election no matter what? And Joe Biden's like, yeah, absolutely. If he wins, he wins. And if I win, I win. That's it. Right. You know? Yeah, that's one of those like easy softballs that like, hey, here's a gimme. Just, you know, say the words we all expect you to say. Trump's like, no, no. If I lose, it's it's because fuck, it's rigged. Uh, I'm going to have people watch the polls and it's voter fraud. We can't do the mails. Well, yeah, I'm like, oh, the hard the hard part is, is, I mean, like the state we live in, where after we do our popular vote, it goes to the Electoral College to put up our nomination. Yeah they don't have to put up what our popular vote is. Right. They can put up something besides what the people voted for, for any given reason. And it's not illegal for them to do. And there are multiple States that are like that. Right. So I know Florida is like that as well. So, I mean, you're talking about two big swing States right there mm-hmm. where if they're like, well, you know, we suspect 
voter fraud, we're just going to throw the nomination to Donald Trump. So now, even though the popular vote has gone to Joe Biden, they throw the electoral, electoral college votes at Donald Trump. And I know that was a conference they had had um, with certain states about doing that. Like, well, if you suspect voter fraud, you should probably just throw the votes to me. I fucking hate that shit. God, that's, you know, that's how we slide into an autocracy or a fascist state, which we talked about <sighs> in our last episode. Yeah. Or no, the one before I, that. I think it, it remains. I don't know. I think I was reading an article today and they said that last year they had like 10 different states do it or something like that. That didn't go with their popular vote, but it wouldn't have affected the outcome of the election. They said, Oh God, like I hate to say this, but the more and more I think about it, the more and more this, this election specifically is primed for shit to actually pop off. Like, oh, I don't in a really bad, bad way. <laughs> Without a doubt, because unless unless by some way, and I don't think it's going to happen, but if Joe Biden were to win by a landslide, yep. then then I could see it maybe being calm. But with a Joe Biden short victory, small victory, I think it becomes an issue. Yeah. Um, it, I think with a Donald Trump victory, it becomes an issue any way you look at it, because I think people are going to be upset about it and they're going to they're not going to yeah. take it quietly. If, I don't think if the election is contested in any way, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to be so, so bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, it's, it's not going to be good. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's not going to be great. So I'm not looking forward to this one. Oh no, no, this, I am, I don't want to make anyone scared, but I'm actually fucking terrified about what's going to happen in November. Yeah. As much as even, you know, I, I will say that as much as I was a big Bernie Sanders fan, I don't think he's the guy we need right now. Um, in terms of we can't go from a super far right craziness to a super far left. Right. Either. We need more of a middle we, ground in between. We need it. a little bit of a transition period. We need a transition period. And I maybe, and you know what? Maybe Joe Biden is what we need to give us that transition. Even before we get an Elizabeth Warren in there, who's a little further left. Right. Um, to, to kind of take us or try to take us that way. Based but on we'll the see. Political I mean, compass test. Yeah, based on the political <laughs> compass test. But there, what did I say? There's a there's a bunch of seats up for grabs in the Senate this year, and they're predicting a fair yes. amount of them being turned over. So I mean, it, during this next election, we very well could see a Democrat run Senate. Senate and the House, which would be pretty solidly Democratic too. They are. Yeah, they but are. We, we still have to vote out Glenn Grothman, that son of a bitch. Uh, I just want McConnell going, man. <laughs> oh God, that would be amazing. The chick running against her, running against him, is amazing though. Yeah. She's a she's a disabled she's a disabled veteran. She's a yeah, she deserves it. Nice, nice. Yeah, she's not some career career politician bullshitter like he is making his millions off of us. Uh, I hate that guy so much. He, he's a piece of garbage, <laughs> that man. Turtle, goat-necked <sighs> motherfucker. He, he is. He is. Uh, so. There's one last thing about the debate that I want to talk about. Let's hear it. And it actually serves as a transition. All right. That softball at the end where Chris Uh was asked, hey, will you denounce white supremacists? And Trump goes, (laughs) the fuck? What are you talking about? What white supremacists? And Chris was like, the the ones that support you. Well, like who? Name one. And and people call it the Proud Boys. And and he's like, yeah, yeah, they can, uh, you know, stand back and stand by. (laughs) And, And I remember... I, I was just absolutely gobsmacked when he said that because I'm like, holy shit. He didn't say stand down. He said stand back and stand by, which sounds like fucking marching right. orders to me. Right. So uh, stand by is just wait for my next order. Basically, right? Yeah. Oh God. I mean, that's that's what it is. Wait for my next order. Jesus Christ. Like, that's, that's some um, scary shit. So... I guess I had never heard of the Proud Boys until this moment. Oh, um, all right. And from what I'm seeing on social media, this shout out that they got on the debate was like the biggest thing to ever happen to them. Yeah, they were fucking ecstatic about it. Right. So and, and it does sound, from what I've read, they don't sound like they're not a racist organization. Well, they're not a white supremacist. Well, I mean, I think their leader is Latino. Well, okay, so. This is actually part of the deep dive I wanted to talk about today. All right, let's so, hear it. 
consider this your 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 handy field guide to the factions of the far right and their iconography. Okay. So the far right is the far right extremists kind of separate themselves based on what they see as the most important thing. So sure. there's there's a whole bunch of them that that view themselves as as uh nationalists where they're like yeah you know we're all about national identity and for a lot of them that national identity is being white and being straight okay uh, you may have heard the term in the past couple of years identitarian being kind of thrown around. sure um yeah so there's a couple of them there's uh, identity europa which kind of it, it's in the name where they're like oh yeah we're european descendants and and all that jazz oh yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. all right um yeah there's uh richard spencer is part of this i don't know if you remember him a handful of years ago uh he was that guy that got <laughs> his his famous claim to fame is he was that guy that was dirt <laughs> i think god was it cnn or cbs somebody with a news camera was interviewing him and, yeah. and somebody like basically a far left protester spotted him and just like just came up and just absolutely sucker punched him while he was getting interviewed oh nice it's mm, it's chef's kiss like ah uh, it's so good like so good yeah um so richard spencer kind of he's he's a what i would call like a new wave uh neo-nazi essentially so, okay like, we we grew up in the 90s when i say skinhead what do you picture um like a bald guy all dressed up in grunge right uh, like, probably like fucking probably leather, with jacket, leather jacket yeah. combat boots that kind of shit right yeah. yep um richard spencer is around our age and he realized man everywhere fucking like neo-nazi skinheads go like they get counter protested they get the shit kicked out of them by other people i got it we have an identity problem we have a messaging problem so he convinced a whole bunch of other neo-nazi types to like get a nice haircut dress nicely uh, wear nice suits sure change how you talk about your your stuff instead of saying yeah okay. you know f black people and stuff like that saying well i'm you know i'm just concerned about our national identity and you know uh, i'm concerned about the culture of the united states like that doesn't sound that bad right right but what they're really yeah. saying is i don't want black culture taking over the united states i'm worried about you know, black and brown people being part of the identity of the United States. And it's, wow. it's shit like that. Uh, where, so. where would we be without gangster app? <laughs> right. Like NWA, where would we be without NWA? Dude, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be lost. I, you'd be sad for sure. I called them. I, I, st- I, listen I know to, they're one of your favorites. I do. I listen to them on the regular. I sometimes, sometimes you just need that angry rap music. Mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. to you know just let you know you know that you know killing people's an option and this is going to be my my push i know i've turned you on to this group everybody go listen to run the jewels four it's oh it's so a, good it's a masterpiece it's so good oh yankee and the brave oh i know right so uh which brings us to the proud boys who claim to espouse what's called western chauvinism um, essentially, they're like a fratty, white power e redux of uh, like a men's right movement. So basically, their their main thing is that they, you know, the, you know, let men be men kind of thing. Like, and yeah. that's what I had read about them mostly yeah. is that they were very um, <laughs> misogynistic. Of, yeah. yeah, misogynistic. Of um, you know, men are need to be a power, and that women need to know their place. Right was like the number one thing I had read about them. Yeah, but again, I had never heard of them until this whole thing kind of blew up. I so, mean, so, I had been on with like the Boogaloo movement. Yeah, I've, I've you know that was a big one for a little bit. Yep, and and they're they're um, related in you know tangentially to them. Sure. So I guess I mean, if we got a second here, but like sure. I, I guess when I was reading about the Boogaloo movement, it was not necessarily it's not one group. No, no, it's smaller. The Boogaloo movement is these groups. It's yeah. made up of, and th- and that's where the issue comes up, though, is because some of those factions are extremely racist. However, some of them are not. 
they were saying out at the George Floyd protests, there were people from the Boogaloo movement out there with protesters because their big thing, you know, kind of like you're talking about, though, was the Constitution of of um, uh, the right to protest. Mm-hmm. So that's what they were out there defending ah, okay. as part of this Boogaloo movement. But, right. they, you know, it's a like you said, a bunch of different groups, small factions um, right. all under one movement name. But that that's the big one I have heard of recently. Yeah. So just so you know, their their main guy of oh, the Proud Boys, their main guy is a, a co-founder of Vice. Actually, his name is Gavin McInnes. Oh. Okay. And that's the the fucking whitest Irish sounding name I've heard in a long, long time. <laughs> Gavin McInnes. Yeah. Um. Their initiation proceedings are f- fucking weird and stupid. Um, so one of them is essentially like, uh, you get jumped in. I don't know if you you know that term. Like, I do uh, not. Okay. So apparently this is a thing also back in the nineties when you get jumped in, like air quotes, jumped into a gang, basically people punch you. And part of their jumping in ritual is as you're getting punched by people, you do not punch back and you list off five different breakfast cereals to prove that you can remain calm in a turbulent and violent situation and keep your wits about that you. That sounds like some fucking bullshit you make up on the goddamn spot. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, you have to get a tattoo that says Proud Boys. And yeah. Didn't the, they have they had that picture of the cop go viral here yeah, recently yeah, yeah. with this yep. picture of Proud Boys. Oh, God. Yeah. And, and the last and weirdest one is don't masturbate. That makes sense. <laughs> right? Because the, the, they... I know it sounds weird, but they kind of want that like pent up tension because they, yeah, with that they testosterone. Want, exactly, they want you to go like fucking instead of releasing it by just you know jerking one out, they want you to release that tension by going and beating the shit out of leftists. The problem is, as many men or women will understand, is that you don't make good decisions either no. when you haven't done that you gotta let this is how people get back batter. with their exes yeah <laughs> this is why they always tell you when your ex texts you you always do that first before yep. you decide to yep. get back together make a clear-headed decision <laughs> that is correct okay <sighs> so i will also link um this document that i'm looking at right now and i kind of want to go over this a little bit with you i'm going to pick Wait, out some we, of the, the good s- ones these are can we just go back to the fact that you said baby batter baby batter yeah with a little bit of the, uh, you know. So uh, we're we're about to get nice. in some some deep dark shit right now. So that constitutes a second beer. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, we're gonna talk about right wing extremist symbols and tattoos. Let's do this. All right. So in uh in looking up the Proud Boys, I realized I'm like, wow, a tattoo is one of their things, and I'm like, wait a second. Aren't tattoos a lot of things in right-wing extremists? And holy shit, they are. <laughs> um, so the document I found was, I found this one specifically because it was one of the shorter ones. It's only 10 pages long. <laughs> and it, the other ones are like just f- miles, miles and miles of iconography and, and stuff. It's re- it's it's an interesting read if you want to dive down a deep, deep, dark hole. Um, I'm trying to stay out of the dark right now. Oh God, it's it's bad. I felt really shitty like looking this stuff up. Anyway, um, so so they they like to use uh, right wingers, you know, extreme right wingers like to use numbers in place of letters to kind of cover the code of what they're what they're doing. Uh, Sure. So so for example, um, if you see someone with a shirt that's like, oh yeah, I'm old school. This, this, so the, the picture here says old school racist and it has the number 18 underneath it. What do you think 18 means? Was it the 18th letter of the alphabet? It is not. It's oh. the first letter uh, of the alphabet and the eighth letter of the alphabet. Oh. Which are A and H. Which is a shorthand for Adolf fucking Hitler. Oh yeah, I mean that makes sense. Yeah. Old school racist. Old school racist. Adolf. Yeah. Uh, so another one that they like to use uh, again a lot of this is going to be numbers uh 14 
represents uh, what is called the 14 words uh, used in expression that has become a battle cry and rallying slogan for white supremacists. And the 14 words are thus. We must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. Which is hilarious because this entire country was supposedly founded on a free nation, right? Right. Like the Constitution says that, doesn't it? It does. So the the document I'm linking uh, specifically talks about um, just like white na- like white nationalists in in the UK, but a lot of this applies to the US. I've seen you know there's a whole bunch of stuff out there about the US. Well, you know how the US likes to take shit from our countries and oh, just make absolutely. it their own. Right? So um, you know, eighty eight is another one that they use, which is HH. Can you guess what that means? Hail! It does. It does. Um, 1488 is the combination of the 14 and 88, which kind of makes sense. Those two go together. Um, uh, 100%, which is an expression of someone's uh, 100% pure Aryan white blood, which is fucking gross, right? Uh, Everybody everybody in this fucking country is a goddamn mutt. (laughs) (laughs) If we were were at a goddamn dog show, we'd all be losing. So why are people... Why do you care what blood type? Like, don't be wrong. I did the uh, I did the um, genealogy test, and it was great to see where you know my ancestry comes from. Mm-hmm. But it's not like something where I'm just like, oh fucking hey, I gotta tell everybody, or you know, I gotta be super proud of being 100 percent Aryan. Wait. Like, what the fuck? Why Why are you super proud that your ancestors uh, fucked each like, other? That, that's what they were supposed to do, right? <laughs> it's a fucked up. This is why we have to drink, Jordan. Uh, yeah, dude, that's why I'm on my second beer because reading some of this shit fucks me up. Um, uh, the next one is actually some letters, which is a nice change of pace. Uh, Z-O-G, which stands for Zionist Occupied Government, basically referring to saying that like they think Jews control the government. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the example that they show here is like Z-O-G spray painted on like the side of a government building. Um, okay. The, the, <clears throat> right? Because they think Jews run everything. Okay. <laughs> I know. Like, like, what do you say to this? Because it's it's just insane stuff. I don't know, man. It, yeah. I've run out of it's, it's it's one of those where you can't even argue with a person because at that point your views are so far askewed. Yeah. And you've made your mind up that you can't say anything to that person to change their mind. So right. every only thing you're going to do is end up arguing. Absolutely. <clears throat> it, it, <clears throat> It's, it's how I feel like, you, you know, you meet that person, you're talking politics, and I know you do for sure, mm-hmm. where you realize there's no actual conversation about to be had. Oh, no. No, it, they're, it, uh, they're not arguing in what's called a, a good faith. Right. There's no like, okay. I mean, I like to think that if someone has presented me with factual evidence of mm-hmm. against my own view that I can sit there and say, oh, shit. I guess I was wrong. I guess I made a mistake. Right. Yeah. Um, I've, I've done it before. But it's a matter of pe- people aren't willing to do that now. It's it's no. in. A, I think this. I think this goes back to um, our presidency where it is. Of you just lie till the goddamn wheels fall off. Yeah, the ride or die. And man. It, it, to to bring up another point here. Sorry, while I'm getting off on a tangent. No, go for it. I, w- <laughs> I was talking to a, I was talking to a guy today, and he was talking about uh, how allegations of presidents and people running for president are, are, you know, the way they are. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I get it. He's just like, I don't see how an allegation can throw you off that far. And I said, you know, typically they do, right? Like um, you're running for president and you cheated on your wife. Um, Obviously that's a big hitch in your giddy up. So that's going to probably throw you off a decent amount. Normally. (laughs) Right. And I said, I wonder, I wonder what's going to change after this though, because we had allegation after allegation after allegation Mm -hmm. in this last 2016 presidential race and it didn't matter no uh is it just going to be a formula for a lie till the wheels fall off is that is that what we're sitting at like hey we have you on tape saying these things no that wasn't me that wasn't there it became i I would even say he he didn't even have to lie about it and people would still be like well he's still my guy because at least he's not a leftist commie yeah you know what i mean like it's it's really a, a my team your team kind of thing and it's it's well, really that's the gross. This, that's the scary part of where we're at right now, yeah. isn't it? It's we are very well divided amongst the country of oh, yeah. my team, your team, and this is the one thing where it drives me nuts. Why are we doing debates right now? I I would be I would be hard pressed in America to find someone who is 
unsure of who they're voting for. Right. If they're voting at all, people have made their minds up. Where's that one undecided voter? I'll go talk to him. They, I mean, fuck. It's, there's not a lot of people who are undecided right now. Right. I, I would say we're professionals. And I think I texted you um, during the debate. I was like, God damn it. Give me McCain and Obama back. Be, oh. Because, you know, yeah. they can at least debate properly. Right. You know, or like, the, like I will during the McCain debate, that one lady came out. Like, wow, he's a he's a Muslim. And he's like, well, hey, yep. ma'am. No, he's not. He's a good he's family a man. man. <laughs> yep. And he like, dude, put where's her that? in her place. <laughs> I will always hold a high respect for John McCain. You know what? I, I may not have agreed with him, but he was a good dude. He I, I mean, you know, he was a sucker and a loser for serving and being caught. But uh other than that, he was. I a don't good understand dude, right? how the military is not like. You know what? No, fuck this guy. He needs to go. <laughs> well, that, I think we're we're having all these. Okay, you ridiculed literally. You ridiculed Mad Dog Mattis. Yeah. He. I don't. I don't. When when he announced that hire, I was like, all right, maybe this won't be so bad. He brought Mad Dog on. It should be okay. And then he called him a Democrat, and I'm like, oh my god, what is happening right now? How is happening? <sighs> It, it, oh it's, my god it's, it's the moving of the overton window that scares me the most um have you have you heard of the overton window i have not okay so the overton window essentially a uh, picture so instead of instead of picturing the political spectrum as the compass like we should uh, picture it as a line of like you know left right the overton window okay. is basically a box that the public finds you know, allowable, like, legislation. Like, okay, you know, if the president says or does this, yeah, that's fine. Right. What Trump has done has pushed the Overton window oh, yeah. so yeah. far to the right that right. Any anything it's... got, like, you know, if you look at some of the stuff that Bernie Sanders is saying, were it 1965, would not be radical at all. You know, stronger unions, right. you know, yep. higher, higher corporate taxes, that kind of stuff would, yep. would right be in line with with everybody. Right. But that but that but, shift has happened that it's all so far pushed to the right now that like Obama is seen as like, you know, a leftist. And like he is he is not a leftist by no means. I think the problem you have here is, is particularly in his followers, you have a very specific group of people who, A, number one, do not like change. They do not want change. They're happy with what they have. Um, they're grateful for what they have. Yep. So they don't they they don't think that they are going to get any better. Right. Um, and B, I don't want to say all of them, but I, I, a decent amount, I would, I mean, statistically, you know, they don't have the degrees. Um, I don't want to say they're uneducated, but On they're not. Uh, yeah. Right. They're not. um, Maybe this is our liberal Democratic school teachers really ruining people once they get their degrees and stuff. But they don't have they don't have that education level that the other um, people do. And it's not everybody, but it's definitely enough to where it makes it makes you it makes me wonder for sure. Is that like is that a is that a legitimate thing? Would an education actually make someone change their views Um, in I in mean, terms of that, there, there's people out there like I, I hate to bring him up because I think he's a terrible example of this. But Ben Shapiro, he's college educated. He went through college. And right. He, he's an insane person. Like, no, no, part, exactly. Part, part no, me, I'm not saying everybody. A, oh, right. I get that. But part of, part of me thinks it's a grift. Like he's doing it obviously to like get their money. Sure. I don't know how much of it he actually believes. And he's just like, well, yeah, it's just my job. I have to say these things. Right. Um, I, I, I say that based on the poll they did here in Wisconsin, that um, when they polled the people with bachelor's degrees or higher compared to people who didn't have that, mm-hmm. the differential in the poll was like 60 something to 30 something. Good grief. Um, yeah, it was um, compared to people who they polled, um, you know, like they polled people with bachelor's and hires. So 60 something for Biden, 30 something for Trump, compared to the people who did not have a college education were um, 50 something in favor of Trump. So that's kind of the point I'm getting on here is I I wonder if it it does it doesn't education make that much of a difference. um, Maybe. I don't know. I I mean, I don't you're wrong. I don't have a college education. You're not college educated. 
I'm not. I'm <laughs> just a, a dumb plumber. So I, ah, I you're probably the smartest yeah. plumber I know. But <laughs> not in plumbing, but I I would I would say I will say that my views do differ very greatly from that of my colleagues, um, majority of them anyway. There there are a couple who um are are more centralist, but a lot of them are very um very far right. I and I know we talk about this a lot, but that's the thing that really like the mental gymnastics of that amazes me because all of your colleagues are, are in a union, right? And that, that's just the thing that kills me. Yeah. Cause we, we are a union shop. So I don't understand how we, how we do that right. in like, terms of. They're, they're like the prime example of people that would absolutely vote against their own interests. Which is crazy because I mean, the union came out and I mean, the union does support a president every election and yeah. they're supporting Joe Biden. I, I remember, um, um God, I can't remember what is the union shops over on. It's in Madison. It's on Park Street, something like that. Okay. And I drive by, and there's a ton of Joe Biden signs in there. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, yeah, because I mean, if if the Democrats are pro union, then uh, that's who you should be throwing your money at because mm-hmm. it's good for you. Absolutely. Because it makes sense. I mean, let's be honest. The union, the union, as great as it is for the workers, is still a business. I mean, we're. I mean, they're making money off of us being there working. Yeah, and you don't um, you don't give money to the people that want you to go away. You'd think that, <laughs> but oh, uh, it, again, I I don't want to say it's education thing. I, I think, it, I think all in all, the big thing I think fear mongering is playing a big role in this election for sure. Um, I think the I think guns play a big role in it in terms of. Um, obviously that stigma that the left wants to take guns away. Yeah. So I think that plays a big role every election in terms of it. I don't um, understand how they know that there's, it's, we, we've, well, have we on, ever, we've, we've touched on this before and, and no joke. Yeah. I want to say it was like the first or second episode of the podcast. I think I cut out like yeah. a 30 minute rant where we just talked about guns for like half an hour. Oh man. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm, I think I get the next deep, deep dive. Yeah, We're going to yeah, do yeah. guns you on do the, the next, next one. one. You do the next one. You know what? We're going to do guns. Here's what would be amazing is we go to a firing range and then do the podcast. I would love that. That would be great. I would I would love to. We, we should go shooting first. I'd be down for that. I haven't shot in a All long right, I'll set, time. I'll set it up. Oh, well, we got to find ammo because unfortunately right now it's well, pretty hey, tough just, to find. We could just go to the, uh, you know, the, the store here in town and we'd, I think we'll be all right. I, I checked over there. <laughs> Uh, which one? Stock and field. Oh, okay. What about uh? Eh. What about the place down on uh, the the place that also sells the cars? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know if they sell guns anymore. We could check it no, out. No, no, they I, do. They do. Do they? I've driven okay. by there, and it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> they have a sign up. It's like your friendly <laughs> machine gun dealer. They sell guns oh, and man. cars. So it's it's a weird place, and I'm I'm yeah I'm, I'm curious. I just want to go in there and just look around. The the big places I've been to Cabela's and uh, Gander. Yep. No handgun ammo whatsoever. Really? Yeah. I, That's it's surprising. a big it's fear buying right now, man. I suppose because, people are fear buying because of the R A H O W A that is apparently on its way. Yeah. Do you know what that is? I don't, but I have it, an idea. It's a shorthand for racial holy war. <laughs> it signifies oh. the battle that white supremacists believe will pit the white race against the minorities and Jews and lead to Aryan <sighs> rule all over the world. Yay! So uh, also in my, my deep dive of this stuff, I, I came across a whole bunch of terrible, terrible books that apparently get passed around. Um, one of them is called The Turner Diaries. Um, okay. It makes Mind Comp seem like a fucking diary of a teenage girl. It's it's so bad. It's the fucking oh. worst. Oh, that's great. So basically, it's, it's written as like a fictional story where, like, you know, the racial holy war actually pops off and... One of the first casualties is all of the right wingers like get together, arm up, and they one go f- kill a whole bunch of journalists and leftists, and they refer to it as oh. the day of the rope. 
Oh yeah, nice. Meaning, yeah, meaning that they go and find these people and they fucking lynch them on like street lamps. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and you want to know the really fun part? Hmm. After Trump told them to stand back and stand by, uh, there's a whole bunch of screenshots on like 4chan of fucking Proud Boys be like, oh yeah, day of the rope confirmed, it's coming on the election day. And I'm like, holy Mm. shit, fuck, I might Mm. need to go buy a gun. (laughs) That's wonderful. Yeah, it's, again, I don't want to scare the shit out of people, but there are psychos out there that think this shit is like on the horizon, ready to go at any moment. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And I, I feel actually terrible, like looking this stuff up and learning this. And I'm like, oh, cool. And now I know this and I can't unknow this. You can't unknow it. There it is, man. It. It's out there. Also, I apologize for everyone that now cannot unknow this. There it is. It's wonderful information. Yeah, I feel really bad. Thanks a lot, Jordan. I don't feel great. Um, <laughs> It'll so, be all right. We so, can't buy into the fear either. <laughs> so more more iconography. Um, there's there's a, like a cross with a circle around it that kind of looks like a target. It's what's known as, as Odin's cross. Um, and, oh. and that's a, like a, a recurring thing here is you see a lot of... Um, Nordic and runic type things being repurposed as like, you know, white supremacist type stuff. Sure. Excuse me. Like, uh, there's one that looks like a Y with like a center to it. Um, and again, I'm, I'm going to share this so you can all take a look at it. There's, there's a whole bunch of like different runes. Um, there's what's called a triskel, which looks like, like three sevens, like in a circular pattern. It's, oh. It looks swastika-ish, which is the whole point of it. Oh, um, Obviously, there's nice. like the SS lightning bolts, um, you know, the death's head, a little, uh, the skull thing that the SS used to wear on their helmets, the guys that guarded the concentration camps, you know, shit oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> That's normal. Yeah. So, yeah, if you ever meet someone that looks like a mean person and they're covered in tattoos, just kind of glance around. See if you see any of these. If you do, they're a fucking Nazi and you should probably leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no joke. I ever, like, since I learned about this, I, I learned about this, like, maybe six or seven months ago. And, it, of course, it was summer, but I didn't run into too many people. But anytime I did, like, walk by someone and they had a whole bunch of tattoos... I, I found myself like just kind of glancing around and see if I would spot anything. I know, oh my it, god! I know it makes me sound like a crazy person, but you, you fucking you never know, man. No, you don't. No, you don't. <sighs> yeah, it's one of those where I'm like, oh, knowledge is power, but holy shit, it's a fucking burden too. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those power and a burden. Mm-hmm. 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 Man. So yeah, uh, that that's a primer on uh, fucking right wing fascist Nazi iconography. Well done. Yeah. Oh, this was this was not fun researching. As soon as you he did mentioned a good job. The, yeah. As soon as he mentioned the Proud Boys, I'm like, fuck, I I know what I got to do, but I don't really want to do it. <laughs> I know what I have to do. But right. I don't know if I'm strong enough. It's tr- literally true. It was. Oh, it was <laughs> fucking. I felt terrible, like looking this stuff up. I'm like I, incognito mode. Please do not Google. Do not recommend me <laughs> shit when I look this up. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I may have. I may have forever fucked up the algorithm that serves me ads. <laughs> I do love what social media has done. A lot of, uh, I don't know if you saw, but the hashtag Proud Boys with. Uh, oh, God. No, no, they did uh, did gay guys. Oh. And they hashtagged it Proud Boys. Nice. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're flooding yes. it. Fucking yeah. reclaim love that it. shit, please. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. So, in good news. The Proud Boys used to use, used to have a uh, air quotes a uniform that they bought from a specific retailer that was a black polo that had like 
gold laurel leaves on it and like gold pinstripes unlike the sleeves and the uh collar okay the retailer caught on that they would buy this shit and they're like yeah we're not fucking making this shit anymore you can't buy it from us and they nice. were, they were all pissed about it. Like, no, that's our shirt. That's our thing. Yeah, you know. Well, I know the the, Boo- the Boogaloo boys are Hawaiian shirts. I don't know why. Oh, well, because it makes them seem unthreatening. I assume. Yeah. I. Why do you need a uniform? So you can identify. I guess. I, I, we all know that you're the white douchebag out there walking around with your guns, thinking right, you got right. a big dick. So. But Good yeah, for you, um, bud. So, like, within, like, a fucking day, the Proud Boys were selling shirts that said stand back and stand by and, like, fucking stickers and stuff, and it was so bad. Um, but yep. the retailer that withdrew the shirts is uh, Fred Perry. You know what? Fucking good for you, Fred Perry, for yeah. seeing seeing a problem and fixing it. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Apparently, Amazon had to pull uh, Proud Boys merchandise. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Amazon Jeff Bezos doesn't care as long as he gets his money. Amazon and Teespring. Yeah, please do not give Jeff Bezos uh any money. And you know what? I don't, mean don't give him he's any got enough. more money. He's got plenty. Yeah. He is the richest he's man got in the plenty. world by far. Yeah. That fucking guy, I swear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So um if you see some fucking preppy looking douchebag with a black polo with yellow pinstriping on it at your local polling place. Um, first, obviously, first vote. Then ask for him to be removed. <laughs> get get the voting out of the way first. Because he's probably there to start shit. I don't need someone to watch me vote. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah, so. absolutely. They can fuck right off with that. Yeah, the, the the election workers are there for a reason. They are the ones that have been trained to do this. Just let him fucking do it. No, it's not enough, man. It's not his people. They can't rig an election without his people. Yeah, I know. That's suppressing votes and whatnot. Well, the shitty part is it probably works. So that's the shitty part. Yeah. I'm I'm just curious yeah. if any any of them pop or hey, you know, come to think of it. Are you voting in person or did you go absentee? No, I'm going to vote in person this year because I think it's that important. I'm voting absentee. Not going to risk it. But I'm doing the workaround where I vote absentee and then we drop it off. No, that's not a bad idea. I just, I, me and my wife decided that it's just not worth the risk of it not getting counted for something on the absentee ballot and we need to go vote in person this year. So I get that. I get that. I'm just, when I, me personally, when I fill out a form, I'm very meticulous and I always double check. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Uh, mm-hmm. But yes, please, either if you choose to vote in person, please obviously do it safely. Um, again, if you choose absentee voting, you can, one, not only put it through the U.S. mail. It is perfectly fine. We've you know, There are many states that have done it for a very long time. Or yep. you can drop it off with your local clerk uh, up to like, uh, I mean, you can check. I know me personally, you can drop, a, I can drop it off like, I could drop it off like now if I wanted to. Yeah. I want to say it's like up to like three weeks before the election <laughs> for some places. Make sure it's filled out correctly Make so sure it's it does not out. get discarded. Absolutely. Um, in most places... You will need. Oh God, I'm got the drunk hiccups. Um, oh no. Be sure it is filled out correctly. Uh, in Wisconsin specifically, you need a witness to sign, and that has to be yes. on the envelope. And make sure yes. the envelope is sealed. Correct. Yes. You can drop it off with your clerk. You don't need to drop it off in the mail. You don't need to drop it off in a Dropbox. Um, speaking of which, did you see Texas fucking limited one Dropbox per per county? county. That yeah. was fucked up. Like <sighs> the one county has Houston in it, and it has like hundreds of thousands of people in it. What the yep. fuck, man? Yep. <sighs> is what it is. I this guess. I mean, what are we gonna do? Where 
I fucking swear. It's going to be yeah. the figurative death of us. Yeah. Figurative. Hopefully it's hopefully it's not the literal. <laughs> hopefully it's not literal. Um yeah. Yeah. There is one thing that I did want to cover that I did read this morning. Yeah. All right. It's not related to the deep dive or anything like that. It is about what would happen if the president died before the election. Ooh. Yeah. Great question. Cuz it's a possibility now. Theoretically, yes. Uh, I would say, what well, you have Mike Pence take over, and I would assume he would probably get the nod to run so that's for the, president. So that's the thing. I think, let me read here. Uh, obviously, if he dies, the Constitution <laughs> makes clear the vice president is the first in line to succeed the president should he or she die in office and can step in to take the roles. However, once the election starts, the RNC has to nominate a new person to be their party ticket. And the other thing really? is, is we are so close that they cannot reprint that many that many uh um ballots. Ballots. Either way, huh. he's going to be on there. <laughs> like like me personally, I have my absentee ballot already. They, right. they can't change that. Right? That's an interesting question. Yeah. So I don't know what you do at that point. Yeah. So like this New York Times article says, what if Trump cannot run anymore? And the first sentence is, it gets messy quickly. <laughs> it says, first, the RNC would have to produce a new nominee. And that process would involve uh, chairwoman Ronna McDaniel and the 168 national members, three from each state and territories. Oh, my God. Yeah. So if, if oh, man, if he goes down. Before the election day, like it's gonna be fucking chaos. Yeah. Well, because, I guess we just wait and see what happens. God, yeah, it's it. Oh man. So yeah, that was the first thing I thought of when I was like, "Oh, he's sick." Holy shit! What if he dies? Holy shit! What does that do to the election? Like, it's gonna be just absolutely wild. And and you can see why I'm drinking two beers with this one. Like, oh, I can. Yeah. I can. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it's going to be wild. It's going to be an, an, a wild couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm excited for it, though. <laughs> I, I kind of am, too. I've always been excited by the election ever since, like, God, I can tell you specifically the very first election I partake in and who I voted for. And it, it's the process itself interests me. Like I, I became one of those like election night nerds that would always just like watch the election and like do the math and be like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah. There's no way the other guy can win now. And this guy wins. Like you do. Like you do. Like you do. Oh man. All right. Should we wrap it up? I feel like we should wrap it up. Uh, do, you have any, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts? Give us give us something uplifting to think about. Oh man, something uplifting. Um, we got Packers football Monday night. That's uplifting. Uh, Big Ten football returns October twenty fourth. By the Super way, uplifting. By the way, you are fucking going down in fantasy this week. <sighs> we will see. I'm looking forward to my nice drink of scotch per our bet. So whatever. You, no, no, no. I'm gonna pull it. Out from behind, it's going to be an amazing <laughs> come from behind victory. I I know the I know the stats say I'm going to be down, but I feel like it. I feel like it's there. I feel like it's there. All right. Haven't haven't right. beaten oh. you like most of the times I faced you in the past. You have, yeah, That's, you have. Oh, I feel like there's a streak going on there. We'll see. I don't know. My team's pretty stacked this year. We'll Your see. team is insanely stacked this year. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, man. I mean, We'll see. I how it also goes. had a stacked team, but Saquon Barkley injury bug gotcha. Had, oh yeah, God, so many injuries. It was insane. Injury bug gotcha. Bad. Well, oh. you had what? Barkley, Mostert, yep. Sutton. Yep. Not great. It was pretty bad. I was it's not, not good. No. No. But well, we'll yes, see how it goes on Sunday. There are sports. There are sports to watch to distract you from the ongoing hellscape that is the United States election. 
that's how I do it. Sports and beer. <laughs> Sports and beer. Um, Throwing a good steak every once in a ooh, while. You're good to yeah. go. Mm, sounds delicious. It uh, does. But yes, please vote. Please vote. Please vote. Please vote. It doesn't matter how you do it. Just do it safely and do it right so it doesn't get thrown out. Yeah. Correct. Uh, watch the yeah. news. Um, don't get sick with Corona by saying it's a hoax. It's not a hoax. It's not a hoax. I mean, it's, I would say for most sane people, it's not a hoax, but, um, the person that's been saying it's a hoax got it and immediately flew to a hospital. So I don't know if Walter Reed does anything for hoaxes, but I don't know. Yeah. So we'll have uh, to see. (laughs) We'll have to see. And, I feel like we're really just in for a ride, and it's going to be wild. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're on we're on the roller coaster, man. We're we're on that uh, the click 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 on the yep. way up. Yep. And pretty soon it, we're we're going to get to that point where it don't click no more, and, and no. we are we are on it. <sighs> yeah. Oh. Yep. But yeah. So, all right. I feel like that's been enough depressing news. Uh, this has been Barstool News Podcast. Uh, you can find us at Barstool News on Twitter. Uh, I actually begrudgingly live tweeted the debate. It was not fun. I hated every second of it, but I felt an obligation to do so because Brandon kept texting me. <laughs> yeah. You, you can listen to us on all all of our all of our fun stuff. Go, you know, if you're if you're new to this, go back and listen to some of the older episodes when it was less depressing. It was a lot more fun. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, you know what? I feel like we make it fun anyway. It's not too bad. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All right. So, all right. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you later. See ya. Nice.